Hi, and welcome to a very short introduction. From ancient Greece to branding, globalisation to Homer, and logic to fashion, we'll showcase a concise and dynamic insight into a range of diverse topics for wherever your curiosity may lead you. So here is today's very short introduction. Welcome to this podcast on globalisation. My name is Manfred Steger, and I'm the author of Globalization, a very short introduction, now in its fifth edition. I'm professor of sociology at the University of Hawaii here in Honolulu, and I'm also a global professorial fellow at the Institute of Culture and Society at Western Sydney University. I have served as an academic consultant on globalization for the United States State Department, and I have published widely several books and many articles on globalization. So let's dive right into our subject. What is globalization? My very short definition is that globalization is about planetary interconnectivity. In other words, it's about the expansion, the intensification, and the acceleration of social relations across world time and world space. So three important qualities here are included. One is that new social networks and existing social networks become expanded or stretched. They become more intense in a sense that there are more and more of them and the information that is being exchanged is increasing. And finally, it's happening faster and faster. Most importantly, the reason why this is happening is because it is being mediated by new information and communication technologies that make this interdependent world, this planetary interconnectivity, more intense and quicker than ever before. Globalization is a gigantic and complex set of processes. And in order to really wrap our head around it, we need to break it down into digestible parts. And this is what I'd like you to remember about globalization. Globalization takes on four distinct forms. I call the first form of globalization embodied globalization because it refers to the physical mobility of human bodies across the world. It's perhaps the oldest form of globalization and it endures in the contemporary movement of refugees, migrants, workers, travelers, entrepreneurs, tourists, and so on. The second form, disembodied globalization, pertains to the mobility of intangible things and processes across borders. And that, of course, includes ideas, words, images, but also meanings, knowledge, sounds, electronic texts, and even novel cyber assets, such as blockchain and encoded cryptocurrencies. Uh, as we all know, since the ICT revolution in the 1990s, many of these movements of disembodied globalization occur in cyberspace, so that people have started to call this form of globalization also as digital globalization. The third form of globalization is objectified globalization, and it covers the mobility of physical objects around the world. Of course, the most familiar are commercial goods and traded commodities. Everybody's talking about the globalization of trade, right? But we also have to think about very small objects that have become extremely important, such as greenhouse gas emissions, or think of viruses, especially in a time of COVID-19, we've seen how objectified globalization really impacts people and life forms around the world. 
And the fourth form of globalization is organizational globalization. And this refers to the mobility of empires, of states, of institutions, of transnational corporations, churches, sports clubs, all of these organizations, and they too globalize. Think of the football club Manchester United, which is heavily localized in Manchester, but of course is also global. It has become a globalized franchise as there are hundreds and perhaps thousands of fan clubs of Manchester United around the world. And all of these four forms of globalization, again, disembodied, embodied, objectified, and organizational, they proceed along the lines of various dimensions. So there's the economic dimension, there's the political dimension, there's the cultural dimension, there's the ecological or environmental dimension, and the ideological dimension. So these five dimensions all get a separate chapter in my book and explain precisely how these forms of globalization manifest themselves in economic, political, cultural, environmental, and ideological terms. So let me end this short podcast with a little story about how did I get interested in globalization. Well, this was more than 30 years ago in 1989 when communism broke down in Europe and when the Cold War ended. It was a very excited time. I was a PhD student in New Jersey in my 20s at the time, and I was asking myself the question, what is happening here? Is this going to be one big interdependent world? Are nation states still going to be important? How are ideas going to all of a sudden be freed up to cross national borders? So this was what sparked my interest. And since then, I have researched uh, all of these forms of globalization and dimensions of globalization. I've had a lot of fun. So let me end by saying that on a whole, I'm well disposed towards globalization. I believe that we should take comfort in the fact that the world is becoming a more interdependent place with a potential of enhancing people's lives. But globalization must go hand in hand with the betterment of all people, especially those living in the disadvantaged regions of the global south. Most importantly, securing sustainable forms of globalization demand that we take better care of ourselves and, most importantly, of our beautiful planet. Thank you for listening and enjoy reading Globalization, a very short introduction.